Hello, and welcome back to a new episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. We are approaching that time of the year where we start to plan for the year ahead. And today, I'm very excited for the episode because we're going to dig into something that has the power to transform not just the way you approach your goal setting, but the very essence of who you are. This is the one small shift that I made in my annual planning that has had the most drastic, positive, and amazing impact on my life. And I'm going to share it with you today. So grab your favorite beverage, settle in, and let's dive in. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. I don't know about you, but this time of the year is one of my favorite times of the year for many reasons. The holidays, of course, and spending quality time with family, but also because this is a time for me for reflection, for introspection, but also for starting to dream and plan for the year ahead. This is the time of the year when I do my vision board for the next year and I start to set goals for the next year. And this is something that personally I enjoy so much and I look forward to. Like I already started back in November this process because I am so anxious, so excited to get started with this process. And I don't like to rush the process. I want to enjoy the process. And I end up spending a lot of time doing this. Now, you don't have to. I do it because I love to. But I think having and doing some planning ahead of time, it's always very helpful. It's always going to help set yourself for success in the next year. You probably have heard that famous quote from Benjamin Franklin that says, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. That's why it's so important to plan ahead for the year, because we all go into a new year with lots of hopes and wanting it to be the best year of our lives. How many times have you find yourself saying, telling that to yourself, this is going to be the best year of my life. Um, and that might happen or might not. And if you want to increase the chances of that happening, then you should plan ahead for how you want that year to look like and how you want to experience that year. So at the end of the year, you can say it truly was the best year of your life. Now, let's kick things off today um, with the very core of personal transformation, the catalyst of change. Now, you probably have heard also that saying that says, to achieve new results, you must become a new version of yourself. 
it is not just a catchy phrase, but it's a very profound truth that I've personally experienced over the past few years. There was a time in my life when I found um, I, I found comfortable in the familiar, in the routine, right? I have developed these amazing routines that were celebrating me well, and I just kept going with them. But there is this thing about growth, and that is that it doesn't occur, it doesn't happen in your comfort zone. And I was very much in my comfort zone. I would go through the motions. I had developed this set of routines, my morning routine, my evening routine, my daily routines, my weekly routines, my monthly routines, my quarterly routines, my annual routines, all of them. And it took me some time to develop them. And I grew a lot in the process of fine tuning them and developing them. But then I just stay there. And that became my comfort zone. And that's the risk with routines. I think routines are so powerful. But that's why now I always revisit my routines. But most importantly, I go back to what I'm going to share with you today to allow me to continue to grow. Because for me personally, that is the one thing that inspires me. That is the one thing that motivates me. That is the one thing that keeps me going is growth. I want to constantly be growing. There's also a saying that says, either you are growing or you're dying. And I don't know about you, but I want to grow. I don't want to, I don't want to die. Um, jokes aside, it was only when I decided to step out of my comfort zone, to get uncomfortable, to embrace the unknown that I began to see real change. I mean, picture this. I started to attend personal development events. I started to journal, to do more self-reflection. I was phasing heads on what was holding me back. It wasn't just about doing more, which is what a lot of people saw at that point in time. Like, how can you do all of these things? And even today, a lot of people that I meet, a lot of people that I mentor, they all ask me the same question, like, how do you do all of these things? And it wasn't about doing more. It was about becoming more. And it was an investment, not just in my skills and my knowledge, which is what a lot of people see, but most importantly, in the essence of who I am. Now, I want you to reflect on your own journey. Where are you finding comfort? Perhaps too much comfort. What aspects of your life are calling for a change? You know, embracing discomfort, um, risking failure. These are, this were for me and continue to be the steps that I had to take to move from where I was to where I wanted to be. I had to make difficult decisions. I had to really step into places that were uncomfortable and unknown and put myself out in ways that were very uncomfortable and invest a lot of time in my own personal growth. 
And I shifted also the the focus of my investment in that personal growth, right? It went from, I was investing a lot of time taking HR-related courses, HR-related events, because I'm in HR. So I went from this place where I would sign up for every HR event there was, and I was learning a lot about HR to I flip a switch and I almost stopped to go to those things or very little. And I started to focus on personal growth and personal development type of events and courses. I spent a lot of time working in mindset and my own personal growth. It was a very, very drastic shift. It felt in the moment but it was what I needed to shake things up and to shift my focus, right? I I no longer focus on my career goals per se in the sense of the natural progression and being the one who knew the most about the latest trends in HR to working on me as a person in who I am, in my identity, in my mindset, and invested a lot in this personal development. I attended a lot of personal development events and I started to adopt a lot of personal development practices more than I had ever. I, it doesn't, it, I'm not saying that I was not doing these things, but I was doing very little of those things and very much of the professional skill development. And I shifted the mixed, right? That was my way of mixing things up and now focusing more on the person, on me. So um, again, one question for you is what uncomfortable but transformative steps can you take right now to start the journey towards the person that you want to become? Because magic happens outside your comfort zones. And I will go back to the quote that I mentioned at the beginning, which is to achieve new results, you must become a new version of yourself. If you want to achieve new results, you must become a new version of yourself. And that has been the most transformative shift that I have personally made in the way that I approach planning for the new year. What is it? I still set goals for my year. I still do my vision board, but now I focus most of my time in reflecting about how does that new version of myself look like? Who do I need to become in 2024 to be the person, the kind of person that would have the life that I put in that vision board? And that has been the most transformative shift in my approach to planning the year. Yes, you're still going to set goals and you're still going to do the vision board, but you must focus on the identity piece, on who is that version of you that you want to become in the new year. So there you go. That is the one small shift that has made the biggest difference in my life and in, in the way that I approach 
planning for, for the new year. Now, we were talking about the power of getting uncomfortable and how it's often the catalyst for personal transformation. And now I want to shift our conversation to a key aspect of the journey, which is investing in yourself. It's easy to fall into the trap of thinking that achieving new results require only external actions or doing more. I was that person that believed this, that if I wanted to achieve more, I had to do more. And it was about how much more I can do, how much more I can do so I can achieve the things that I want. However, what I realized is that the real game changer is looking inwards and acknowledging that investment in yourself is the foundation for any significant change. Think about it. We invest in stocks, in properties, in whatever is that you invest expecting returns. Why should the most important asset that you have, which is you, be any different. It might mean attending personal development events or signing up for a certification or hiring a coach or joining a mastermind or reading a book or listening to a podcast. Personal growth is an inside job and investing in yourself is not just about the money. It's about the commitment of your time, your energy, and your focus. It's a declaration that you are worth the effort it takes to become the person capable of achieving your dreams. Now, let me share a little bit, going back to my personal story. I used to hesitate when it came to investing in myself. The uncertainty, the fear of failure, all these things helped me back. I was in a comfort zone. Things I was doing the things that helped me get to where I was at that point in time. And then I stayed there, right? I kept doing the same things and I got trapped into this cycle of, of just doing the same things over and over again, because those were the things that helped me get to where I was. But you might also have here that what took you here will not take you there. And that is, that was true for me. Right? The things that took me to where I was in my life at that point when I make this shift were not the things that were going to take me to where I wanted to go next. And all of those things that, and that being comfortable, but also the uncertainty of doing something different and the fear of those things not working or not taking me in the right direction helped me back. But once I made that shift in my mindset, one, I saw it as an investment rather than as an expense, everything changed. So here's my question for you. What investments are you willing to make in yourself? Is it a course that you're going to sign up for? Is it a coach that can guide you or reaching out to a mentor or maybe dedicating time for daily personal development through books and podcasts, whatever that is. These investments are not just 
in your skills. Yes, it's super important to develop your skills. Skills are the new currency in the labor market, but it's more about the belief that you're capable of achieving extraordinary things. It's about investing in shaping your own identity, the identity that it's capable of achieving the dreams that you have. So we've discussed the importance of getting uncomfortable. We discussed the importance of investing in ourselves. Now let's dive in into goal setting, because as I said, goal setting is also very important. It's not that we're not going to set goals anymore. And we're just going to focus on our identity and investing in developing that identity. But it's also about getting uncomfortable, investing in yourself, and then setting big goals and thinking on a greater scale. Have you ever noticed that when you set ambitious goals, your entire mindset shifts? Suddenly, you're thinking bigger, you're reaching bigger, you're you're reaching higher, and you're pushing past your comfort zones. It's like aiming for the stars and landing on the moon. Even if you don't reach your initial goal, you're still score new heights, right? There's something so powerful about goal setting. And in the past, this was the only thing that I did, setting goals. And I did shoot for the stars. And most times I did not reach the stars. Sometimes I did, but it wasn't about reaching the stars. It was about the energy that having that vision had that kept me going and kept me motivated to continue to push through whatever I needed to push through to get there. I get it. Setting big goals sometimes can be intimidating. The fear of failure creeps in and doubts start to cloud your vision. But here's the secret. Your goals should not be so audacious that force you to become a different person. But here is the thing. Are you ready? The secret. Your goals should be so audacious that they will force you to become a different person in the process. If you have already set goals for 2024, I want you to reflect on the goals that you have set for yourself. Are there stretching your limits? Are there demanding a version of yourself that you haven't met yet? If not, it's time to aim higher. And I want you to think about this when you're setting your goals for next year. Once you have set your goals, I want you to ask yourself these two questions. Are there stretching your limits? And are there demanding a version of yourself that you haven't met yet? And if the answer to those questions is no, then go back to the piece of paper or wherever you put your goals and start to aim higher. Personally, I had to shift from settling for being safe and setting easy attainable goals 
that will make me comfortable, that will ensure that I will hit the goals because I was after that dopamine hit when you achieve a goal. I was after the feeling of achievement and I was about the celebration of that achievement. And I had to shift my approach from that of setting again, safe and easy attainable goals because what I was after when I was doing that is making sure that I hit my goals and making sure that I could celebrate at the end and I could feel proud of myself. I was I it was after that feeling, right? Because it's never about the goals. It's about how you want to feel when you achieve those goals that we're really after. And reflecting back, I came to that conclusion. I was afraid of losing that. I was afraid of losing the pride and the excitement at the end. I wanted to feel that way. But I had to shift my mindset to set goals that now make me feel nervous, but also excited, right? And uncomfortable. And it was in that discomfort that growth happened, that continues to happen. It is in the uncertainty of whether you'll achieve it that you find the motivation to become the person who can achieve those goals. So I want to ponder this. What goals have you been holding back on? What dreams have you dreamed are too big and too unrealistic that you have not considered, have, are too afraid to put on a piece of paper, to put on your vision board, to set for yourself because you're afraid. However, that manifests for you, however that feels for you. And I want you to consider this. Give yourself permission to dream bigger. Set bigger goals and embark in a journey of transformation. That's what setting these big, audacious goals is going to do for you. You might not achieve the goals, but you will grow in the process and you will force yourself to become the person who can achieve those goals. And here's the thing, ultimately, you are gonna achieve those things that you set for yourself. It just might take a little bit more time than what you originally had in mind, right? It's time to shift the approach and to go after a different feeling. You're still gonna feel amazing at the end, but it's gonna come or manifest in a different way, right? It's not gonna manifest in, oh, I hit the goal and I hit it early and I celebrate and I'm proud of myself, but it's gonna feel as, wow, how much I've grown. Look who I have become. Look who I have, what I have achieved that I never thought I was capable of achieving. And let me tell you this, because I've been on both sides the latter feels a hundred times better. Even if it's scary at the beginning. 
So let's recap what we've talked so far. So far, we've explored the power of discomfort, investing in yourself, setting big audacious goals. And now I want to dive into creating the right environment for growth. And I think this is an important part of our annual planning. If we want to make this shift, if we want to change the way we approach how we plan our year, one thing that we definitely need to plan for is the environment. Because putting yourself in the right environment is going to make the difference in you being able to make that transformation. It's going to make the difference in terms of your levels of accountability is going to make the difference in terms of your inspiration and your motivation to keep going because it's not going to be easy. You know that, right? You know that all the things that we've talked so far are not going to be easy, but they're going to be worth it. And you want to immerse yourself in an environment that helps you stay accountable and resilient in face of any challenges that might come not if they come, but when they come, because they will. You and I know that, right? And that's the scary part. That's why a lot of people don't make this shift. But you want that life. You want to achieve those dreams. And this is what it takes. It takes getting uncomfortable so you can grow and become the version of you that is capable of having what you want. Let me ask you this. Have you noticed that when you surround yourselves with uplifting people, with like-minded people, you make more progress? Have you noticed that how your surroundings can either uplift or hinder your progress? I'm sure that you've been in both types of environments. There is a saying that says, I think it's from John Rohn that says, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Well, the same goes for your physical and your mental spaces. When I'm talking about environment, I'm talking about all of those things. Think about the environments that currently surround you. Are there conductive to the person that you're becoming? Are they inspiring and pushing you towards your goals or are they holding you back? And sometimes you need to spend some time thinking about this one because your immediate reaction might be they're not holding me back, but when you start to peel that onion and you start to reflect more, they truly are. That was my case. I thought, oh, I'm in, 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 in the right environment. I was convinced I was in the right environment. And when I start digging more and reflecting more and journaling more about my environment, I find out that it was holding me back. A few years ago, I realized that my workspace were, was cluttered and chaotic, and that was affecting my ability to focus and my creativity. So I decided to reorganize my space. I remember during the pandemic, when we started working from home, I had one of these um, corner desks 
So I was always looking at the wall. That was my view. I could see the screens of my computer and I could see the wall and the windows were behind me. And um, I remember when I shift jobs, I started to think about, you know, first thing I started my job on day one and I was sitting in that same desk and I had a computer that looked exactly the same as the computer that I had on my previous job. And I finished working on my previous company on a Friday and I started on this new company on a Monday and it felt so weird. The energy was so weird. I'm like, and then I started to think about my space and I'm like, well, this space has not been helping me for the last couple of years. This space hasn't been helping me in my ability to focus and to be creative. So I decided to shift everything around and I move things around and I organize my space differently. And that resonated more with the person that I wanted to be and the way that I wanted to show up in this new job. This is just a very small example, but think about how that might look for you. How is your space, physical space, but also the people that you surround yourself holding you back or helping you or lifting you towards becoming that person that you need to become to have the life that you want to have, right? Um, consider as well the content that you consume and even the thoughts that you allow in your mental space. Are they nurturing your growth or are they hindering you? I want to leave you with a powerful thought around this. You have the agency to design your environments. You have the power to curate spaces that fuel your transformation. So think about what would be the space that would help you become that version of you? Who are the people that you will surround yourself next year? Is there a mastermind, a community, a group of people that you want to be surrounded with? Is there any changes that you need to make to your physical space? Maybe it's about doing an audit of your social media. Who are you following? What, what, what content are you consuming on a daily basis? What are some thoughts, right? And I think journaling is the best way I can think of to to looking at your thoughts and, and how they might be hindering you or holding you back. I don't know about you, but I, I, I know I've talked a lot about different things today, but what an incredible journey today. We, we've covered a lot. We've been diving deep into the essence of personal growth and, and how to shift our perspectives as we plan the new year. And as we wrap up in today's episode, I want you to reflect in one key idea. You don't achieve new results by remaining the same person. We started by embracing discomfort and acknowledging that growth happens when we step out of, outside of our comfort zones. Then we explore the value of investing in ourselves in understanding that the most significant returns come from the inside out. 
We also talk about setting big goals and be becoming our next focal point, recognizing that these goals are not just endpoints, but they're catalysts of becoming a better version of ourselves. And then we just talk about the power of creating the environment that nurtures that growth. So let's tie it all together. As we look into 2024 and plan ahead, consider this. The emphasis should solely be on what you want to achieve, but on who you want to become in the process. It's not just about doing more, it's about being more, becoming the person who effortlessly attracts the success, the joy, the fulfillment that you want. So here's our call to action for today. I want to leave you with a call to action today because I think this is important. I want you to take a moment today to envision the person that you aspire to be. What qualities do you possess? How do you navigate challenge? What goals are you effortlessly achieving? That version of you that you're going to work on becoming in 2024. Remember that the journey of personal growth is an ongoing journey. Embrace discomfort, invest in yourself, set audacious goals, curate empowering environments, and watch as you tap into the limitless potential that you have. Thank you so much for joining me today in this journey. I hope this was impactful for you. I, I hope that this created a little bit of an aha moment on, oh, that's what I was missing on my annual planning. That's what I was missing. And that's what I am going to focus on this year. Not only on the goals, but on the person that I need to become in the process. And if you walk away with that takeaway, I've done my job here today. And that makes me really happy. And I'm excited for you because you are going to enter the best year of your life when you make this little shift in your approach to planning that year. I hope you have a great week ahead. I can't wait to talk to you again next week here, as always, on the Leading Yourself podcast.